no, just America's worldwide now. Mr. Worldwide? That's right. Pitbull deemed it so. Did you hear they're going to start opening up area codes for the whole world? What? No, that's not true. I was trying to think of like a Mr. of a pit bull yelling area codes of different countries. Yeah. Plus 44, like that band. What? Uh, one of the guys from Blink-182 yeah. started a side project. Okay. It's called Plus 44. Plus 44. No way. Like the, the country code for oh. dialing the UK, I guess. Okay. That makes more sense than what I was thinking. What did you, uh, what did you think? That it was like a... Some 41 tribute band. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's... uh, That's your project that you're working on. Yeah, which is... We're called 40 plus 1 equals... 41. Yeah, that's the sum. Oh, that's what I fill in. Yeah. that's You you have to bring a little something to the show. Uh, I'm doing the... The lead singer. I'm doing the the Derek uh, Derek Webley role, which I'm pretty excited about. I think I might be a little too tall uh, for it, but we're going to get me some anti-lifts. Ooh. Wait, what's an anti-lift? It's like a lift, but reverse. Makes you shorter. How's... It's it's like it goes in your shoes. I'm just very interested in this product. Yeah. A product that makes me shorter? Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, You don't have to hit into doors or anything like that. It's a whole thing. It's great. We're here. We're family. Get used to it. It's time uh, to take your calls and voicemails and chat messages and all that sort of stuff for the next chunk of time. Um, you know, you know, this is it. You got time for this show. You're right here. You got suspended from Twitter for 12 hours. <laughs> it's time to settle in and listen to the show and, and participate. Um, as I, as I uh, you know, we, we just uh, get right into it. Uh, lastly, following on from something, uh, th- that came up on the bomb cast, uh, says, uh, Edward Norton as the doom guy in quake champions. Isn't that what I said? Did, did you say Didn't Edward I, Norton? I did you, I, did you say Ed Norton aloud? I think I, I said Ed Norton and then I was like, maybe he's a little too wirely and Brad, Brad said he's slight. Okay. Well, maybe. That's so, him. I mean, I guess he's the doom guy now because two different people thought exactly, of it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, if we can get a third, and that if that third is Edward fucking Norton, then uh, then maybe we'll have something. I don't know. Um, let's see here. This old console says further to the IGN plagiarism situation. Since the bad actor has a non traditional media background, i.e., YouTube, do you think this will cause other games media outlets to become even more insular with their hiring practices? No, because I, I don't like. There's no what? How you can't be insular because there's no one. There aren't a lot of people doing this. You know, you're hiring on people from other situations. You know, maybe if you're looking for someone for a senior role, you've got someone with direct experience. But it's not like there's some abundance of media outlets out there that you know you're you're likely to find someone that that has moved from one to the other. It certainly does happen, but uh, uh, but I, I wouldn't call that the norm these days. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, and I don't think it, I don't think this, I don't think this causes anything crazy like that. Um, let's see here. <clears throat> the hot giant dolphin. Whoa. Yeah. Echo. That's the one. 
uh, says, Lately, it seems that getting pre-orders for Sony exclusives via Amazon for their Prime discount has been difficult. Any truth to the rumors that Sony is blocking that or something? I can't find anything related to it online. I don't know. I guess that's the thing. Like, you can pre-order games for some kind of discount, but is that going to go away? I feel like all that stuff's going to go away. Um, You know, Best Buy is discontinuing. It's like Gamers Club Unlocked or whatever the hell it was called. Uh, and, and I wonder if any of those, any of those, uh, programs will last. Uh, I don't know. There's been, um, over the years, it seems like Nintendo was always the company that like was weird with Amazon where they wouldn't have certain units, uh, listed as in stock or they'd, they'd only be for sale through third party sellers and, and all this other stuff. So I, and, and it was hard to get a clean answer out of that. So I, I don't know that it's hard to, I don't know that we'll ever figure out uh officially anyway uh why something like that might be happening on amazon uh but i guess i don't i don't really know uh how you doing over there doing well i got a i got some some fingers and some pies all right all right would you like anything like a voicemail perhaps yeah let's take a voicemail we got a voicemail line uh if you want to give us a call it's 707 exit flu and if you want numbers instead, it's seven. Oh, that's my phone number. 707-394-8358. 707-394-8358 is the voicemail for questions like this. Hey, Ben and Jeff. This is Christopher from Portland. I was just calling because, you know, last year has been called the year of the loot box and you know other things like that and i was wondering i've been wondering this for a while who do you think is most responsible for what type of monetization uh, games choose is it the developer is it the publisher is it somewhere in between um it seems like ea generally has worse monetization models um for example Uh, anyway i was just wondering what your thoughts were hope you guys have a good day Bye. I think it falls all over the place depending on the game mm-hmm. and the size of the game and all the other stuff, you know. Um do you think there are do you think it's common for the case to be like the developers probably have some idea of okay, we're going to have these options available uh, you know, cuz I'm sure they think about like I'm not a game developer, but I would assume mm-hmm. that in the game development process, you hit a point where you start thinking about post-game launch right right what you're gonna provide the players to keep them around and i imagine you know the discussion of what's going to be free what's going to be chargeable is mostly in their hands up to that point i think it's yeah yeah in some games it's definitely been the case where like oh we came up with the idea of like we want to have like some kind of skins for these characters some kind of variety for the looks of these characters and then someone comes in and says that should be for sale and here's how we should sell it, or something like that. Like that—that's definitely something that's come up, been come up, uh, come up in, in a game's development. Um, other games get kind of built from the ground up with that sort of stuff in mind, and and they know out of the gate that they're going to like. Here's the stuff we're charging for. Here's the stuff we're not charging for. Here's the funnel. Here's how it all looks, and, and they lay that stuff out accordingly. Um, so I don't know that there's any one way, but I will say that like you know when you take EA as an example. Um, you know, EA f- builds a blueprint more or less of just like, hey, here's stuff that we've we've learned over the years uh, from from selling games, from selling microtransactions, 
all the way back to season passes and and the ten dollar online pass and uh, map packs and additional guns for a battlefield game or the gold guns they were gonna sell but then got your email address instead you know like all that other stuff has led to learnings 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 um but if you had to look at the thing driving ea's current model or, or what was the the current model actually, actually it still is for the sports games anyway uh it's the fifa ultimate team stuff you know which is which is the the whole motif is opening packs of cards and getting digital cards and using the cards which is a very real world thing of blind packs of cards that you open and have and use whether you're buying magic cards or baseball cards or wrestling cards or you know whatever like that's a thing that people do in the real world and have for generations um and so they adapted that to their game uh and then that you know they didn't invent that for games i don't they definitely did not invent blind boxes for video games uh but fifa ultimate team is probably one of the the biggest examples in terms of dollars uh and popularity and all other stuff uh, to where you know they would look at that and go like okay well we should do this in madden and now they do it in ufc and they tried to do it in battlefront you know uh blind boxes and, and all that other stuff and and you know it made a lot of sense when you have that card mechanic when you can tie it back to this real world thing of card packs and all this other stuff the minute you start applying it to a star wars shooter it loses that real world through line and at some point just feels like, well, I mean, it feels like the, the bad deal it always was and probably always is with the ultimate team stuff too. Um, and I, I think that that's probably the stuff that would drive it at EA is, is just like they've got charts and graphs and real world data about, Hey, when we made this change to FIFA, this is what happened to sales. If we put the thing here, if the roadblock is here and past this point, you really need to buy some cards with real money to make the same type of progression you were making prior to spending money. Like we get X number of dollars. If we put the roadblock earlier, it turns people off too soon. If we put it too late, we're leaving money on the table. And, and, and you know, all those sorts of things are also design things that are, are game design things. So you have that clash of like, you know, there are probably very traditional game designers that don't really think about that aspect of it that are now suddenly having to think about it more and more because it's just the reality of the games they're making at the company they're making them at. And uh, some of them do it well and some don't, I think, is probably how it goes. Uh, so, yeah, I think uh, it's it's going to be different across every studio, cr- across even the same games at different studios about how they monetize, what's what's right for the type of game and all other stuff. They're probably going to come to different conclusions uh, along the way um i i suspect that's that's probably how that stuff goes um let's see red hot chili mist says how'd you feel about the just cause games ah uh, i like just cause two yeah uh i thought just cause one was a cool idea that i did not enjoy playing I thought Just Cause 2 was really cool and the multiplayer stuff was really wild. And then Just Cause 3, I think, kind of didn't do it nearly as well as 2 did. I don't think 3 was a bad game, but I think 3 was a boring game, uh, which for all the stuff you can do in a Just Cause game is uh, seems like it would be pretty hard. But I, but I, I got really bored with Just Cause 3. It just seems like there wasn't... There just wasn't quite enough to it. Uh, and and I'm hoping Just Cause 4 is good. Uh, it would be cool 
to play a good one of those. Um, but I felt like Just Cause 3 just kind of fell a little flat. Not a bad game by any means, but yeah, you know, just not really, not really great. Not, I don't even know that I'd call it good. It's fine. It's fine is what I would say. What you got over there in, in terms of live callers? Getting, getting some lined up still. Cool. Some back and forth happening. How about a, how about a voicemail? Yeah, let's uh, take to, some not live callers to take the, uh, to take the edge off here. I'm, I'm getting antsy. Ben, Jeff, I realized during my last call. Don't worry about his last call. I on the entire state of Ohio. Oh, this is Dylan from Ohio, by the way. Um, and didn't actually ask anything. Um, I mentioned that my dog's name is Tupac. So what's like the best dog name that you've ever heard or what's your, the best dog name you can think of? Thanks, guys. Good dog names. Rusty. What's, what? Yeah, just it, it doesn't it doesn't need to be fancy. Mm-hmm. Kenneth. Ken, oh, that's good. Yeah. I like dog meat. <sighs> dog meats. I don't know that I would name a real dog dog meat ever i think it was good for that mm. video game situation yeah but. i guess yeah i guess that one is more the situation around it than the actual dog um yeah uh chester chester that's a good i, I can see chester being a cat though too i guess oh kenneth i think would make a good cat name also uh i don't know i don't i don't, uh, I don't really have a, a good handle on on dog on animal names i just you know animals don't come when you call them most of the time anyway so what's what's the point um and i you know i i there's i had to go back and forth on cutesy dog names you just you turn off your mic and start i just like a human i turned off my mic to eat a corn chip Um, okay i like human names for dogs i think that's like the pinnacle of of dog names is just like a guy's name. Yeah. Brett. Brett. This is my dog, Brett. My dog. It depends on the breed, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I like, um, you know, something like a Thor for a little pug or. Mm. So, like, you know, playing against type. Yeah. Like a bald dog named Curly. Sure. Yeah. Or a big dog named Small Dog. A tiny dog. <laughs> I got a collar. Ready to go? I love calls. Let's uh, let's just call this person. Let's just call, and we'll see what happens. Um, on the other line, terrific. You want you want to take a yeah question sure while we sort this out. I've got a question from Brinty here. No, don't take that one. Okay, all right, great, good. I want I want yes. Okay, good. I won't take that one. Good. Uh, we're nothing but professional here that's right we've worked out this hand signal for Bryn's on the line put Bryn through <laughs> we'll get we'll get Bryn a special like red phone special bypass yeah, number my cell phone I was holding yeah, up to the yeah. mic uh, for this sort of stuff uh, let's see here yeah uh, one Seb Mall asking uh uh, speaking of dog named Rusty, where the hell is Rusty's real deal baseball too? That's a great point. What's Rusty's real deal baseball? It was a 3DS thing. There was a, this uh, cool little like really cool character piece, then also kind of a baseball thing, but not, not necessarily a baseball game. 
was it was sold it was weird price it was it was a a very interesting project that Nintendo put out uh okay that you should take a look at it take a look at it dig out my dig out my 3ds but it's a clever little thing. Uh, you probably just watch a video of it and just get uh, some of the vibe of it. It was nice. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Foot Munch says, could there be an Evo-style convention for other game genres, like driving games, for example? Sure, there could be. I, I think the driving game esports stuff ends up being a little more tournament-focused around a specific game and not necessarily like the world tournament of driving games where everyone comes together and someone plays the anime driving game with air dashes and... Uh, and people think that that game's weird and relegated to a side stage and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, Trackmania is actually still a really big eSport for whatever reason. I never understood the ESL's fascination with Trackmania other than my core feeling that Trackmania is good for the soul. Um, but also I feel like Trackmania, as competitive as it is, I don't know that I would ever want to take it that seriously. Because I like to do well at Trackmania, but I also like to have fun. I don't know if you know that about me. I know that you want to have fun, yeah. but I don't know if you like to have fun. I want to like to have fun. If you know, if you catch my meaning. I catch your meaning, and you know who else might catch our meaning? Who's that? Our next caller. Caller, go ahead. Hey guys, it's Bryn from the UK. Hello, Bryn. First time wow, caller. Wow, seamless, perfect production. Yes. Yeah, okay. perfect. Wonderful. Absolutely, you know, spot on, wonderfully done. Yes. I'm not literally um, sweating over here over what's happening. <laughs> just mute the mic I'm and sorry. eat some corn chips. It'll right. be okay. Uh, what's, uh, uh, what's going on? So there's some news just come out in the last couple of hours that apparently the new Xbox Elite type controller is supposed to be coming out fairly soon. And I was just curious what you guys thought about, like, what new features they should put in, because it sounds like it's going to be slightly more expensive. If you think they should just go with, like, Elite with Bluetooth, or if you think, like, more features like Turbo and Macro stuff would be good, or if that, like, gets into the realm where you're, like, paying to essentially cheat at games. Yeah, that's, uh, I I think the Bluetooth thing is a must, because that's, you know, kind of just become standard for Xbox controllers now. Um I don't know. Could they do different like because if you think about that controller, it's all about different D pads and, you know, kind of some optional control, like remove the analog sticks and put different analog sticks on. Like, do you think that they could come up with a variety of buttons like here's snap on button, the summer concave, summer convex? Would that be cool? I think at that point, are you going to run into issues with just like the feel of that is probably going to end up weird. Yeah. yeah. If, if it doesn't seat properly, then you're going to be pushing on a thing that's going to move a little bit. And that's you, you, that probably the last thing you want for a button. You're probably right. Mm. Um, especially if they're, especially if they're marketing it as like the performance option, you know, the hardcore gamer option. Or right. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, as a hardcore gamer, I've been using an elite controller for a good long time. Uh, and my Y button is a little sticky and it's the opposite of elite, honestly. Uh, so if they brought out one, I would be very interested in knowing more about it because it is it is quite a good controller beyond that Y button occasionally not being great. So I'm trying to think like the they, the stuff they put on it is yeah you can take the D pad and the analog sticks off and replace them with different things. Uh, the other thing is the the back uh, the back little flippers you can put little paddles on that you can map to the different buttons if you so desire, and then the trigger stops you can flip the switches on and make it so the triggers only pull halfway which is fine for some games, but it doesn't feel good because it's a hard stop halfway down 
And those triggers can be very smooth. So I think they can make the trigger stops feel better, maybe, somehow. I'm not an engineer. I don't know. But if, if there was a way to do that, that would be cool. But that, I don't know that you could market it on that. Um, maybe, hmm. You know, it's truly elite skins. People love skins. What if you like had... potato skins? Yeah, like potato skins, like a bacon and chives, sour cream. So you're saying like skin your phone or your controller... Right. Like what? What are the hottest skins you could put on a controller? The hottest skins you could put on a controller. John Halo. Right there. Boom. There he is staring back it's at you. It's about time. Yeah. Uh, what if they put a cool screen on it or something? Like a Dreamcast. No, because then you'd have to figure out what goes on the screen. I don't know that I have a great answer for what I would want out of a controller because I think they've they've done a pretty... Yeah, that Elite is just a fucking solid controller... Yeah, like, I can't think of what would make that better. I guess maybe if the USB didn't get fucked up. Yeah, that's. Do you, do you mean like sometimes it just kind of seems to not be powered on for yeah. some reason? Yeah, yeah, that happens to me as well. I thought that was just me going into a hub. Uh, but yeah, no, sometimes it seems to drop connection over USB. Uh, but that hasn't been a huge problem. Um, is Bryn still with us? You have start. Do we still have Bryn? I, I oh, you are still. I don't know. I was just letting you talk. Yeah. Do you have any other ideas for what? Because I, I, I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm out of ideas. I mean, um, personally, I really like like the Steam controller stuff and all that. We've got a lot of customizability of like mapping and binding, but like they've introduced a lot of that on the software level on right. the Xbox. Yeah. So I don't actually really know, and that's why I was curious what you thought about like the supposed rumor that it's going to be a slightly higher price point. If yeah. you can think of any features that made sense. I wonder if that ends up just being the Bluetooth and they think they can get away with it. Or if they, you know, or include way more stick types or something like nine different analog sticks instead of two. Or just maybe slightly better made. Cause I think the shell on the original one is the same as the, the standard Xbox controller. It's not, it's got a, well, it's, uh, it's got a different grip to it. It's, it's definitely, it's not I mean, quite the, the, the internal, I mean the internal shell that the, the oh, sure, sure, sure. on. Yes. Yeah. They, they could probably make some changes there. Uh, that would, that would improve it a little bit. I don't know. They could make it more metal. People think metal's worth money. Like what if it was like a, what if it came in, in a pewter, and you could paint it. Oh, I'd be way into that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so we'll we'll get a kill team of controllers together, and and go from there. Sounds like a plan. All right. Thanks for taking the call, guys. Yep. Thanks. Thank See you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, that's a, it's a weird one. Yeah, if it'd be slightly higher price point, I don't know what they what they would even do to it. Uh, it is a really good controller. I think, yeah, maybe it's like just as simple as like the D pad stuff. So sometimes, uh, like I use the cross, the, the, the weird big disc one. Yeah. And sometimes you hit that so hard, it comes off a little bit and it magnetizes right back on. It's not, it's never been a gameplay issue, but it has happened often enough to where it's like, oh, maybe they just found a better way to stick the D pads on adjustable stick length. They have the swappable, like three different sizes. Yeah. But I want fully analog. You like want you a telescoping screw, yes. stick. Yes. You want to make that stick I want, longer. Yes, because I have better control over like slight movements if I got a longer stick. Without. No, that's true. You would you would definitely have better control with a longer stick that that or, or finer control, yes. I guess. But I wonder ergonomically if that would be too high up. 
Uh, but I got these long thumbs. Yeah, no. I, See, that's I have, what that's. I, I'm yeah. thinking of stuff that like literally appeals only to me. Sure, sure. Uh, but no, no, higher sticks is. I think that's got an appeal to it. Yeah, especially in this context, as, as like an optional thing you could do. Uh, you could do it. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't even have Bluetooth on my computer though. So like, I. Oh you know, yeah, me either. There's a part of me that's like, oh, I will totally buy a new Elite controller. Of course I would. Why wouldn't I? But now I'm like, oh. Well, I don't, I, yeah, I don't have Bluetooth, so unless I plug in my Dolphin bar, but I don't want to use a wireless controller because certain applications, certain long-running arcade emulators like to trash all of your settings if you accidentally launch it with your controller turned off. Ooh. So I always use a wired controller. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I'm going to hit us with a voicemail. Hit me. It's about time for us to check into the world of gotcha games. You know, we we don't hear enough about them you know, they make millions and millions of dollars a day. It's true. Uh, one of the biggest game types in the world. So I, I like to check in and get little stories from them every once in a while. And we got one of those here. Tales from the front lines. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Ben. This is Patrick. Calling to inform you about uh, something that's going down in Grand Blue Fantasy right now. Because I know you both are big fans of that game. And you're a big fan of J-pop. So yep. Grand Blue Fantasy now has a collaboration with the idol group Love Live mm -hmm. and I thought this was pretty hilarious that a lot of the fans of Love Live started getting very angry at Psygates, the maker of Grand Blue Fantasy because there would be a chance that the main character of their game would interact with the Love Live idol group and interacting with men is strictly forbidden for any idol in Japan apparently. So when you log in to do the event in Grand Blue Fantasy, you're greeted with a screen that says, thank you for playing our collaboration. This collaboration is best experience if you change genders into a woman. Would you like to do that right now? And it gives you an option to switch or not switch. Uh, no real question. I just thought this was kind of hilarious. You'd appreciate it. The Millions. The, re the reverse ninja, <laughs> they call it. Oh. I thought that was something else. I thought it was a position. Yeah. Uh, that's the same. That's really that's <laughs> that's silly. Mil millions, but hey, they had to they dollars. had to figure out a way to they, solve the issue somehow, and they chose to put that screen in. I guess <laughs> I don't even know. That's I I don't even know. A lot of people. Hey, here's a request: stop sending in Homestuck uh, uh, fanfic. No, I'm just gonna throw that out. No, Jeff, I will not. Jeff, stop. Sending in Homestuck fanfic. No, until you read it all and tell me what you think. I at least just want to know what you think. Okay, well, I'm going to get another call going while, okay. you, while you talk about your how you're horny for Homestuck. <laughs> That's me. Horny for Homestuck. Because <laughs> they got... You know, no, because it's... Yeah. You ever go just Google image them and you'll see what I mean. No, yeah. No, I'm always... Uh, I'm always... Image I just... Uh, I include... I make sure that it is only limiting the search to DeviantArt, though. Uh, because I like good art and that's, uh, that's where I go. Oh, uh, uh, dark Cadis, uh, here says love live is not real. They are an anime idol group. So on top of that, it's not even real people. Does that make it better or worse? B better. You know, uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. My first reaction was like, oh, okay, well, if they're not real, then, then whatever. I guess I could see, yeah, you wouldn't want your anime pop idol group ever inter interacting with men. I'm like, wait, that doesn't seem great either. I don't. 
Well, I guess I'm going to have to Google search Love Live. <laughs> uh, love Live. Don't do it. Deviant <laughs> Art uh, Images. You know, if you like uh, pornographic images. And I do. Lord knows I do. Might I recommend Bing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like I, I, it happened to me yesterday. I, what the fuck was I searching for? Something related to asses, but not in the way you think. Sure. Like, uh, like, like what is a, oh, medical asses. I, medical ass. No, I was trying to explain to my wife, boonga boonga or spank them. The, uh, it's, it was an arcade machine that had a big plastic ass on it in pants and legs. Okay. And you had a, a plastic controller that was the equivalent of, of, oh, of like yeah. gun fingers yeah. both clasped together for people not watching us live here. The Japanese. The Japanese little little butt poke. And the, the it was like uh, you would pick a person that you wanted to jab. And it was like stuff like child molester. And like there was a handful of different things you would choose from. Yeah. I don't think this arcade machine ever made it too far outside of Japan. But I played it. At the Tokyo Game Show, they had it there randomly, and we played the shit out of it. Um, which actually, anyway. Uh, so I was trying to explain that to her, and I went to the internet and typed in Boogna Boogna Spankum. I spelled it wrong. But I, for whatever reason, when I typed in Spankum and hit search and hit image search on Bing... You had a little booga booga moment which, of your Yeah, own. which I had turned off all the safe search uh, equivalent stuff on Bing long ago because I am not a child. Anyway, my screen was full of ladies' asses. Mm. And my wife was like, what are you doing here? And I said, I look at the asses. What are you? Yeah, you're just, oh, the, it was like me with my mom in the ROM Yeah, size. it was like, I uh, said, no, it's a machine. And and now you're not allowed to use the computer for a yeah, week. Yeah, now I'm not allowed to use the computer for a week. Hey, Jeff, I got somebody on the line. Would you like to talk? Uh, yes, I would love to talk. Let's talk about a subject I am passionate about. Okay. <laughs> Hello, caller. Hey, what's, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's up, guys? It is Al from Gig Harbor. How y'all doing today? Doing pretty good, Al. What's, what's on your mind? So I have uh, two questions for you, closely related. Uh, maybe a bonus question if you guys are interested after. But the we'll first see. question. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, we'll, we'll see. Uh, the first question is, what do you guys think is the best appetizer? Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks is a good call. I like a breadstick in its simplicity. Uh, Applebee's had, last time I went to Applebee's, which was a while ago now, they had these uh, pretzel sticks that would come with Ooh, cheese. It was yeah. like a like a beery cheese that, yeah. was, that was pretty good. Okay. But mozzarella sticks is my canonical one true answer. Anyone that has eaten out with me more than twice knows this to be true. Looking forward to packs. So, so I did predict you to say that, Jeff. And the, my next question is trying to throw you off a little bit. What's your go-to appetizer when no sauce is involved? Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> Still. <laughs> I'll take it without a marinara sauce. I don't give a shit. Seriously. Uh, that's the thing about mozzarella sticks is the melted cheese is kind of a sauce, if you think about if it. If you eat it when you first get them, there's enough grease still in there uh, in a liquid form to form a sauce like uh yeah, you know, uh, uh, when when no uh, when no sauce is available, I think uh, if you can get a nachos plate, uh, I, I like to strip it down a lot because I don't much care for sour cream uh, okay. or olives. Or so you would stay away from a, like a loaded baked potato uh, thing. I'm I'm not a baked potato. F- I'm not much of a baked potato fan. 
especially when they get loaded, they tend to get loaded with things I'm not too into. Chives. No chives. I don't want a chive. I don't need to be near chives. I don't even read the chive. Just keep calm and chive on, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I that's what I was I was curious about that. And then I guess my bonus question, which is related, is... You made it. Are, are, <laughs> we got there. Are nachos an appetizer or are they an entree? I mean, you can get any appetizer. Depends on the restaurant. Yeah, for any for an entree, you just order two of them. If you're at a Mexican <laughs> restaurant, it's an entree. If you're anywhere else, it's an app. Yeah. See, that's that. My question is like, I feel like I never see anyone eat. I've never seen someone say, "Let me get some nachos and then dinner." Mm, like, well, I mean, the nachos like, are for the table, right? It's a terrible. Oh, first of all, it's a terrible. That nachos are a terrible app to share. Whoever gets nachos is like in their mind thinking, "Ooh, everyone's gonna want in on this." Yeah, but You're then crazy. Like, one person grabs the first chip and all the cheese comes off with that first chip. <laughs> yeah, and then they have to do and, the thing where they hold it sideways and they're like, oh, I guess I'll <laughs> scoop some of this garbage back on and it's not really... You're just ruining it at this moment. I feel like it's a good appetizer for um, uh, people that are close in a way that like, sure. you know, hey, if you, I got my hands Family. all over this stuff and it's going to be okay because we trust each other. Like, that's fine. But strangers... See, that I'm with you where like, I would not want anyone touching my food. I don't want, that's why nachos is a crazy shareable app to me. Cause it's like, there's going to be, it's, it's like, it seems so perfect for a simple, a single person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, uh, yeah, I, I've certainly shared nachos, but yeah, I think, yeah, th- going to a Mexican restaurant and getting nachos, it's a very different thing. There was this one place, uh, in Katati near the hole in the earth that I used to live in. Um, that their chicken super nachos was just a styrofoam container and and you would get a bunch a layer a you know a good layer of chips, good layer of beans mm-hmm. and cheese, and then they would mm-hmm. just dump as much chicken as they could fucking fit, <laughs> in, like shredded chicken in on top of it, like you were using a fork. There was no there was no pick up a chip out of this because it would break under the weight of everything that had been stacked on top of it. And uh, I was getting one of those every week if not more than that for a while there uh and and that was definitely a meal i guess i would never think to get nachos outside of a mexican restaurant because they uh, i mean they perfected it right yeah i mean sometimes it's a different vibe you're you're getting fake cheese outside of a mexican restaurant you're getting Mm -hmm. real cheese out of mexico sometimes i'm at a chili's and you just never know how things are gonna go that's true uh and and (laughs) at the chili i'll get like a skillet queso which is like you know it's it's nacho chips but then you're dipping it in this meaty cheesy stuff yeah queso they call it mm, uh, do you ever get stuff. yeah do you ever get the stress where you're like worried that you're gonna run out of uh cheese before you run out of chips no because i always do that's just the that especially with that <laughs> stuff at, at chili's like that is exactly how it goes every single time i bring like a protractor and a compass and some other <laughs> tools and i do some calculations on the on the table mat try and figure <laughs> out what the exact number ounces of cheese per chip it is, it is, and I always end up perfect. It has never happened. It is, I think, only happened to me once, uh, but I was with uh, a crew, and we got that skillet queso, and we had to get another one. Another <laughs> one. Did you just, like, <laughs> put your hand up in the air, get the waitress's attention, point down at it, and, like, yeah, yeah. Spit up the queso machine! I I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching Mad Men, and uh, there's so many clever ways for them to say, like, get us more drinks. Yeah. And I think that needs to be applied to appetizers more. You need more, like, suave yeah. men in business suits being like, 
let's have, let's take another round on the roller coaster and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. I'm not. I'm not sure how suave they would be. Honestly. Well, when it, at the Chili's, you're as suave as. If, <laughs> right. Look to your left. Look to your right. If nobody's more suave than you, congratulations. You're the Roger Stuper of Roger you're Cooper the of, Stur- of Sterling Coop. I'm gonna hang up on you. Thanks for your <laughs> thank call. You. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh wait, it's his. He, the heat's on him for mm-hmm. that one. Totally. Suavosity. Suavaciousness, you know. Yeah, uh, I'm also gonna say severely underrated uh, appetizer for me, from my point of view, is like uh, an artichoke dip. I find myself loving that, especially because it usually comes with a nice crunchy croutony like mm. chip to because you, know, you need something yeah, really sturdy. Right, right. Yeah, it's very thick. I'm I just not an artichoke person either. Yeah, you know, odds are when it comes to a vegetable related thing, uh, you're just not gonna find me there. Uh, it's just, uh, just never been, never been for me. Um, let's see here. Uh, pixel pew says are baked beans a thing in the U S yeah. 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 You can get, you can get baked beans. I've all, I only ever fuck with baked beans in a breakfast situation. Oh, my partner's mom makes like an egg bake and then you put some baked beans on top of that with like a little salsa. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I've I've definitely just had baked beans alongside a steak or you know something like that, just like as a appetizer alongside a regular ass restauranty type dinner. It definitely throws me off. I don't like to associate sweet and beans together, but yeah, it works sometimes. Uh, yeah, the sweeter the bean, the harsher it it can be. Uh, which is what that bumper sticker said. Tell me about your harsher beans. Uh, all right. Uh, we went to the quickly over the weekend. Oh no. In Runner Park, uh, which is already, I don't know. Like, I feel like every quickly I've ever been in looks like it's on the verge of shutting down or catching on fire or both. Yeah, that's kind of their vibe. Yeah, this one <coughs> this one is no exception. And my wife got something that, and the, the guy suggested, along with boba, why not get some red bean? Mm, yeah. And, and, I, and I was like, man, I should have got some red bean in mine because red bean's good. And then we got it. And it was just like the quality of the red bean con- content was it the texture was, was yes, the flavor the texture like they were a little too hard uh. in a way that they just felt old and they were not being softened up by being in the tea in the iced tea yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was a it, it just and on top of that it was it, it, like he recommended it based on like it, oh you, she got like a, it was like a jasmine tea or something like oh it's really good in this it's really good in, in this a lot of people get red bean in the jasmine and so she fell for it and it was uh I don't know. It's just, it was, it was a lot. It was, it was, it was too much. Like the, the red bean was just too, it was too, a little too gritty. Uh, just didn't, didn't really fit too well. I got an orange milk tea with Boba. I tried to get a milkshake orange and there was, yeah, like an orange milk huh. tea. And then with a whole, I got the biggest one they serve. Yeah. Which is too fucking much. Oh yeah. Those are huge. It was 33 ounces. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, it's hot out and their milk. And that's a lot of Boba. Did you get Boba in it? Oh yeah. That's a lot of Boba to eat. Too. I didn't finish it. Yeah. I didn't finish it. Uh, I've been I've been big into the. I've seen them called a lot of different things, but uh, like crema or cheese style. It's like a it's a really thick kind of almost like liquid cream cheese that sits on top that you're supposed to like slowly mix into the drink as you drink it. It huh. gives it more of a creamy, um, and it's like it's salted on top too. 
it's it's a very it's I guess Hong Kong style. I've seen it listed as there's yeah. A, there's a lot of really good boba ch- places to choose from in the city when I'm there. So I'd like to go outside of the just some normal ass boba bubble. Yeah, the bubble tea bubble. Yeah, if you can if you can get outside of it, but you know I I, th- I want to say the only place I can even get it in my neck of the woods is that fucking quickly. Yeah. Did you hear about uh, some like district supervisor is going to jail? Because he's swept some stuff under the rug for the Asian mafia to open up a quickly in San Francisco. <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> because there's like a couple of quicklies in town, isn't yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. This was like years ago that he did it, but he's just getting in trouble now. Yeah. Well, the long arm of the law tracks you down eventually. Splodge says, uh, hey, Jeff, sailing by Christopher Cross is stuck in my head for a week. How do I stop this? Why would you want to stop that? Oh, God. What? I can't even get behind sailing, ironically. That's coming from me. Yeah, no. It's a little yacht rock goes a long way. And I feel like that that time frame for a little yacht rock even going a long way was like four or five years ago. What is your go-to can't get the song out of my head solution? Because I've had one stuck in my head for a solid six days, I want to say. Uh, I just listen to other music and something else gets stuck in there eventually. Yeah. Um, or I listen to it obsessively mm. and just lean and into it. You know you're never going to listen to it again. Yeah. My problem is it was a TV show theme. So I was like forced. I liked it. And then I was forced to listen to it 10 times in a row once for each episode. And then they played it again in the finale. And I think that last little like, ooh, oh, that, that got, was enough to got get it you. in yeah. my head. I don't know. Uh, no, I had the, uh, the music from uh, Jazztronauts, which is uh, from... Uh, the artist name is 45 aka swing o and i don't remember the name of the song but i ended up tracking that down and listening to it like five or six times in a row and felt pretty cool while i was doing it uh race for the prize asks while we're on the food subject is salad cream a thing in the u.s i think that's dressing right I, is it just salad dressing i don't know yeah salad ah, cream gonna, sounds I'll, I'll look up salad cream it sounds terrible but if it is just salad dressing, then I guess it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Salad cream is a condiment emulsion of oil, egg yolk, and vinegar. No, thank you. So it seems like a, like almost like a, ew, like a weird salad mayo. No, thank you. Salad cream is not ready avail- readily available in the United States until the 21st century, though Weir- Miracle Whip provided a similar, if thicker, alternative. Oh, okay. So that's everything you need to know about salad cream. Fucking gross. Gross. Uh, grits and gravy. Ranch dressing, though. That shit's legit. I, it's so it's so disgusting. I think ranch dressing is so fucking bad. It I hits just, every flavor that I like. It's so nasty. I just hate it so much. It's just so fucking gross. Ugh. Ugh. Mm. Grits and Gravy just says, Kylie Minogue now, and then an emoji straight face. I don't know if that means that Kylie Minogue is stuck in Grits and Gravy's head, which that's a, that's a pretty good place to be. <laughs> At one point, I learned the dance from that one video. Can't get you out of my head? Yeah. Uh, I was the, the girls I was living with at the time. We were going to have a party, and they we were all going to do it. They thought it would be really cool if they knew the dance and then the song came on and then they did the dance. Yeah. And so we spent a couple of nights 
I had what I don't I, I I had the video on my computer. I burned it to a VCD and then played it back in a PlayStation. I don't know. I had something that would play VCD discs. I forget what it was. Uh, and uh, we proceeded to watch the video uh, about 20 times in a row. And eventually all of us did learn the dance from it. I was not going to do the dance at the party, but I was helping them learn it. Uh, and that's a good song. It's a good video. It's a good video. Um, how you doing over there? You got any more voicemails for me? Uh, sure. Let's uh, hit this one up. I'm in a parking garage and spent way too much time trying to... Hey, Ben and Jeff, it's uh, Jake you like, Chicago, go take two? And I was calling because I'm playing Burnout Paradise right now, and I just went in a parking garage and spent way too much time trying to make those turns, and I got to the top, and I botched the ramp, and I just fell off like a stone. Uh, and I was thinking that all video game parking garages suck, and I can't think of a single good one. Uh, and I was wondering if you guys could. Have a good one. I immediately thought the parking garage from Dead Dead Rising is yeah. that the Frank West game? Yeah, Dead Rising, Dead where Rising. you drive around in a circle and get the zombie genocide achievement. Yeah, that, that you're right. That is that is pretty good. That's maybe the only good one. <laughs> that, that might be the only good one. Uh, yeah, no parking garages. It's like it's not an, it's not long enough for you to get up to speed. It's too no, tight but to like, get the good turns. Uh, if 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 I could if you. If I the driving picture, is arcadey enough to yeah. where you can like drift your way yes. up there and do cool shit, that's what I'm hoping some fucking for. Tokyo Drift type shit. Uh, that's what you hope for, but it, it never seems to work out that way. That would be cool if, if like the next, let's say, there's a new burnout and if that like had parking lot challenges where you're, there's like different style parking lots and you have to drift your way up them or like mm-hmm. jump from one parking lot to another one because yeah. you know, sometimes they have two structures next yeah. to each other. Yeah. You, you remember you see you've seen Crank Two, right? Yes. Remember that part where he's driving backwards down the thing and he jumps down? That's yeah. really cool. That's a pretty cool parking garage. Um, let's see if I can find one more question out of the chat and then maybe we wrap it up. Unless you got something breaking and burning uh, back there in the voicemail front. Give me a sec. Uh, maybe we take one more there uh, and then we send it on home. Um. Just, I mean, if we're just going to talk about food the whole time, then I guess it's just how it's going to go. And Disnit says, sweet potato fries. Yes, no. No. Hell yes. No. Hell yes. I will eat them, but if the if there's a choice between fries and sweet potato fries, I'm getting fries. Yeah. If, if oh, I mean, I won't. Pref- I do not prefer them for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, can, I can and will absolutely eat sweet potato fries. I just would never choose them. In it, like in a sampler scenario. Okay. What's your dream sampler from like a not like a place where it's going to be like three different appetizers but like a burger place or what have you where you got different kinds of fries maybe onion rings you get three to choose from what do you so go? three three sides that are in of an of, of a french fry onion ring yeah or like a potato thing. salad even yeah. maybe or like a different kinds of fries garlic fries hey garlic fries are good i like curly fries a whole lot okay and i like uh regular ass fries so you're going regular fries curly fries garlic fries that might be how i do it that might be that might be how i do it uh i might even just instead of garlic fries just say more curly fries i might even just say fuck it fill this up with curly fries that's pretty good i i think i would go curly fries garlic fries onion rings yeah i love everything about onion rings except for the onion bits in the middle 
Yeah. The, the breading is maybe it's it's like it's it's been so out of reach for me my entire life because the breading is so good, but the onion inside is so bad. And if someone could just make and it's like curly fries are kind of this, but not exactly this. If someone could just make onion rings, but with something else in there, you want a good funion. You want funions to be like yes. restaurant quality. Yeah, restaurant quality funions, but like no hint of onion flavor in okay. there. So like just... replace, or you know, maybe maybe the slightest hint of onion flavor because I don't actually like funions either. Um, onion ring breading, exactly how it is, but with something else in there, like say a French fry type thing, uh, or cheese. I don't know. Fill it with cheese. Yeah, that I, fuck yeah. That's the that's the solution for any America's new motto. Fill it with cheese. Um. So last week we uh, had a call asking for some proposed video game bumper stickers, and we threw that back to the audience and mm. send in your favorite ideas for a really bad video game bumper stickers. Uh, we got a lot. I only saved this one, and I do not remember what it was. Great. So here we go. But hopefully you saved it for a reason. We asked for it. You wanted it. Here it is. It should be plain. Okay. All right. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, middle finger up. Hi, this is Sean from Pennsylvania. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, middle finger up, pissing on the Ford logo. Truck nuts, but two Pokeballs. Okay. And the rear windshield family silhouette decal, but all 73 playable characters in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. You're welcome. That's more of an ensemble, but yeah, I like it. Yeah, that's a good trio of, <laughs> of dumb shit. I didn't even think about fa- family silhouettes. That's a whole unexplored Dude, area. The family silhouette thing, I don't fucking get it, man. That, that stuff, just, I saw one yesterday where all the family were skeletons. What? Yeah, I love when like, like sometimes here's, there's like here's the dad skeleton, here's the mom skeleton, and three kids skeletons. Here's one. It was like, on the big of like, I was on the back of a gigantic like sprinter terrain, like a big van, a gigantic one of those oversized full size vans. Uh, we're just like, what the fuck are like, you so, doing? Sometimes it's like, and there's a halo around two of them. Is that something you added after the fact? Did you have to buy a halo sticker and be like, well, Ugh. Graham? <sighs> Grandma didn't make it, so we gotta put this little. Does it come with the halos, and do you save that for when the time comes? Put these in a special place in your home. Yeah, and... like the glove box, and then go. Oh, get the halos out, I guess. Do they come with like devil horns in case like the relative <laughs> who passes is like oh, he's a bad. Dick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He went to jail for insider trading and uh, got yeah. stabbed. So we put these little devil horns on. Just didn't peel them off the truck. Yeah, it's, no. So you want the memory of him yeah, still just, alive, but like as a warning. There's a lot of like I, I see a lot of cars around my area. You know, it's like tinted windows, and then like the like, hey, rest in peace, this person, this year to this year, like memorial to a person on the back window of a car or pickup truck or, or something like that. It always struck me as a little bizarre that like because it, it's always like a little elaborate. It's not just like a, a sticker. It's like you know one of those like individual decals for each letter and word, and you got to line it all up and. And all that other stuff. It just seemed that, that just always strikes me as a really strange way, uh, str- like a strange memorial to someone or, or a strange way to honor someone's memory, I guess. I don't know. I guess it, whatever people do what they do and, and, and what have you, but it just, that one always seemed weird. To yeah. Me. Uh, you got anything you want 
people to call in about maybe something food related for next week <laughs> yeah maybe we take a food call or two yeah you know if people want to talk about food uh no, appetizers I, yeah appetizers uh, some some your favorite milkshake flavors no i don't know what uh what would be a good uh quick voicemail topic we could get through a lot of voicemails from people who want to offer their take on a topic what if it was related to video games Ooh, i don't know yeah yeah what, what video game would make the best appetizer? That's right. What vi- what video game character do you think makes the best chef? I want two answers. Okay. I want your favorite video game chef, who is an actual chef in the video games, yeah. and one non-chef that you think would be a good chef. And what their signature dish would yeah, be. Yeah. Yes, exactly. The, the signature dish slash what type of cuisine would they specialize in? Like a Cuban fusion. Ooh. Like for Cubert? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I was going to say Sonic the Hedgehog for some reason, but yes, actually, Cubert is a better answer to that. <laughs> That's going to do it for us here uh, from Salad Cream Headquarters. Uh, we'll check back in with you next week uh, with more wonderful takes from the world of cuisine. Chef's kiss. That's right. Chef's kiss emojis to all of my motherfucking people out there. One love.